This episode will be completely stat-free, even though it would lend itself so much toward just inundating you with numbers. Not going to do it. Not going to do it. Good morning to you. Good Friday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Penguins. It comes your way bright and early every weekday. If you're into football and or baseball, I also offer daily shots of Steelers and Pirates where you found this. Penguins 4, Panthers 2 down in Sunrise, Florida. A resounding victory that was the team's seventh in a row but that was Tristan Jari's not going to do it. Not going to do it. Not going to throw stats your way. I'm not. But when the team itself, the team overall, is 14-2-2, and that's not a stat. That doesn't count. That's just reading out of the standings, right? Okay, 14-2-2 over the past month. And almost all of that has been driven by Jari's work in goal more than any other facet with all due respect to Sidney Crosby, Evgeny Malkin, uh, Chris Letang having a stroke, then coming back and getting a shorty last night and everybody else that you could throw on this list. Jake Gensel's 500 empty net goals that he's put in this season. It's starting from not just the back, but starting from the very back. That second period last night in Sunrise with the way the Panthers came at him, and I know they were missing Matthew Kachuk and a couple other guys. I don't care because the Penguins were missing guys too. That emanated from the crease on out. All of that goodness. All of it. Because two things are achieved when your goaltender is playing like that, meaning aside from the obvious. One is that the team feels the confidence to go and pursue the puck, even if it's a little bit of an extra risk, without completely losing your mind. And yeah, you did see the Panthers have a couple of odd man breaks, including the one that resulted in a goal. But for the most part, when you saw the Penguins pursuing the puck, you saw them winning it and then taking the attack into the Florida zone. And that's kind of what you have to do against the Panthers. As I was saying yesterday on the show, that's one team where no matter what you tell yourself going in, you're going to get into a track meet at some point because the machismo just rises to the top. It's, oh, yeah, you think you can shoot and score? Wait till you see what we can do. And that did happen in the second period. It did. And what happened that won the game? The visitor's goalie was better than the home goalie. And I didn't think Bob was all that bad. Sergei Bobrovsky, of course. But Jari was out of his mind. Out of his mind. And at the same time, he stayed economical in his motions. That's something that Mike Sullivan and Andy Kyoto, his positional coach, talk about all the time. They use that terminology. They like to see him stay compact in his motions. They know he has the athleticism to sprawl all over creation, but they want him to use it in a controlled manner. That's what you saw last night, even when he did have to do some of that laying down on the ice, uh, throwing himself uh, out to the left of his crease. You might remember on one flurry in the second period, 
he was able to boomerang right back into the blue paint and be up and ready for the next shot faster than you'd realize that he was down. That's the best version of this kit. This portion of Daily Shot of Penguins is brought to you by the good people at the Greater Pittsburgh Community Food Bank, where they're committed to providing food for all of our neighbors in need across western Pennsylvania. They, in turn, need your help. Find out how $1 can be turned into five full meals. For those in need, visit pittsburghfoodbank.org. How many saves did he make? I have no idea. How many high danger saves? How many this or that? I don't know. And for the purposes of this conversation, and just this one, because I really like using stats, I want you to appreciate or to try to appreciate what you've been seeing from him lately. Yeah, he's going to let in a goal. And yeah, people who are just casual hockey fans or don't understand or think that the goalie's supposed to be like the catcher in baseball and catch absolutely everything that comes his way, they're going to say, oh, there goes Jari again. His performance, his steadiness, his consistency, his ability to focus, and that's been the one issue with him going back to his more distant past has been the best of his career just within the past month. I didn't like what I saw from him in the opening month either and said so. But when you look at the way he's performing now, you don't feel like anything's going to get past him, even when it does twice in the same night. The Panthers did beat him twice and cleanly. But the other effect that I alluded to earlier when listing the first one that this has on a team is that they want to play for him. They want to compete for him because they see how hard he's battling. They see what he's doing back there, and they don't necessarily want him to do that much, although it does make their lives easier. And the primary result of that, of course, is that they do become more conscientious, and they do focus first and foremost, on defense and just allow the goals to take care of themselves. And how often have I repeated that refrain over the past few months? It always had to start with him. Who is the one player whose name I've circled for months now as needing to be this team's MVP unconditionally, no matter how high Sidney Crosby ends up in the scoring race, no matter how many more big games Evgeny Malkin has, uh, up to and including games in which he has a shot go in off his knee to win it, how many empty netters Jake produces, how many strokes Latang survives, he needs to be, Jari does, this team's MVP in the regular season, And in the playoffs, and if the Penguins were to go on to win the Stanley Cup, and no, I'm not predicting any such thing, he needs to win the Conn Smythe Trophy. What you're seeing right now is what this team should look like if everything's optimal. And my goodness, is it all optimal at the moment. When we come back, J1Q.
comes from our man Todd, who says, Hi, Dan, watching the Penguins and Panthers game. When Jake scored off of his skate, to me it begs the question, is the distinct kicking motion restriction still relevant? What is the intention of this rule? Is it to promote slash glorify goals that come off of sticks? Okay, but then why are the non-stick goals allowed? The slippery slope of ambiguity seems immense when you unpack this topic. Why is a soccer-style foot goal bad when a deflection-style foot goal is okay? And then the hip deflections, kneecap banks, and other unusual body part goals. Why is kicking the one thing that's reviled? You know, I don't even know where to start with this, Todd, but I got to tell you, I had the same reaction when I saw it. I I, I didn't like it. I, I didn't like that being a goal, not because of Jake or the half-off shakes or the impact on the game, but because it just doesn't feel like hockey. You know, you mentioned soccer. They don't let you play the ball with your hand. There's just certain rules. There's certain ways you're supposed to do things. And with hockey, everything is about the stick. That's why when people would say something about Trevor Zegers scoring those Michigan goals out in Anaheim, I'd be like, hey, tell me what about it is against the rules. He's using the blade of his stick to control the puck And his stick, because of the way it slams underneath the crossbar, obviously never goes above bar height. So it's a totally legal goal. Is he hot-dogging? Not if he scores. You know, it's like when Matt Barzell scored that between-his-own-legs goal for the Islanders last year. It's not something where you say, oh, come on, man, you don't need to do that. Maybe he did. He's really, really good at that particular move, and he scored a goal for the Islanders. He made it happen. So what What, what do you think when you see Zegers doing it? Nothing. Nothing. Other than, wow, kid, that's really awesome. And sooner rather than later, you're going to see it become more of a thing through hockey, not less. We've already seen this season alone, Sidney Crosby and Ricard Raquel try one, not succeed, for the Penguins. When they get one, and they will, I'm sure Sid will, it's going to be a really big deal. But kicking? Angling your foot? No, no. And and maybe that's easier for uh, me to say because, you know, I've been around hockey enough to remember the awful ramifications of Brett Hall having his skate in the blue paint. He didn't even do anything with it. But he had his skate there, and it might have cost the Buffalo Sabres their only Stanley Cup. But my understanding of why the NHL legislated the non-distinct kicking motion, but you can angle your skate rule, was that they got tired of trying to have to mind read whenever they were looking at replays. So if a player says, well, I was just, I just happened to be turning my foot, the officials, including the replay officials, really weren't armed with much. Well, that's not what I think you were doing. So they took that out and they said, but a distinct kicking motion, you know, where the foot comes back, and the leg goes back or whatever, and it, it comes forward and it's really, really clear that was going to get waved off. Well, Jake's 
goal last night in Sunrise was just a weird mix of those, wasn't it? And I think that's the reason that it's, it sparked the reaction that it did. Because Jake had his foot in the air, and Gino's shot is coming toward him, and Jake kind of moves his skate, as opposed to a distinct kicking motion, into an area where the puck could hit off of his skate and go behind Bob, which it did. Good for Jake for having such wonderful foot-eye coordination, but I can also see where Bob would have been fuming because Bob knows that Jake knows exactly what he's doing. So I don't like it, and it's easy for me to say to people who are diehard followers of the Penguins, hey, imagine if somebody from the Panthers had done that to your guy uh, in a 1-1 game. You'd be really, really upset about it. Oh, no, no, of course not. It's perfectly fine. <laughs> you can't get people to be objective in in settings like this. So I'm actually impressed that you sent a question on it. I didn't think I'd get one, but I was hoping to get one. So thanks for that. Thanks to everybody for listening to Daily Shot of Penguins. We'll do another one of these Monday. Mm-hmm.